how can I start the year well? It's not a silly question. Grab yourself a cuppa, find a quiet space and join me, Carly Thompson, as we take a little spiritual soul time out to talk about starting the year with a little bit of courage and fanning into flame first love. Welcome back, my beautiful friends. I hope and I pray you had a restful break. I hope you were able to tend to your heart, your mind and your soul so that you can feel restored for the year ahead. The best way to start the year is refueled and refreshed. Now, I'm really excited about this term for so many reasons. After five years of teaching on the amazing year four, I am finally changing grades and heading to year six, which young people are my jam. I love tweens. So this is a passion place for me. So I'm excited about that. I am also happy, sad, happy for change, but sad to be leaving my grade buddy that I've worked with for the last four years. But I do have a new grade buddy to teach with, and that's exciting as well. We always learn so much when we have the opportunity to work alongside other teachers and it helps us to grow and always be a little bit better at the end of it, doesn't it? So I'm excited about all of these things. And as I sat with my new grade buddy and we thought about and prayed about what this year should be for our class, we came up with the word courage and we decided that this would be the year that we speak courage into the hearts and minds and souls and spirits of our year group. And here's the thing, I think that it carries over here to you and I. A huge part of having good soul and spiritual health so that we can have success in our personal and professional lives actually takes courage. Courage can be defined as mental or moral strength to venture, persevere and withstand danger, fear or difficulty. That's from the online Merriam-Webster dictionary. And there are six types of courage. We have physical courage to keep going with resiliency and balance and awareness. We have social courage to be yourself unapologetically. We have moral courage, doing the right thing even when it's uncomfortable or unpopular. Emotional courage, feeling all of your emotions, positive and negative, without guilt or attachment. Intellectual courage, to learn, unlearn and relearn with an open and flexible mind. And spiritual courage, living with a sense of purpose and meaning through a heart-centered approach towards God, yourself, and others, and all things in life. We will explore and break down all these types of courage over the term, starting with spiritual courage. 
Having spiritual courage is all about living with a sense of purpose and meaning through a heart-centered approach towards all life, including God, others, and yourself. So let's start there. How do we go into this year ready, prepared, restored, strong, passionate? We fan into flame our first love. We sit with Jesus. We have spiritual courage to actually prioritize our relationship with Jesus. More than any other thing you will do this year, more than any other amazing achievement that I know you will do, fan into flame first love. Take time with Jesus. Get to know Him more. Love on Him. Worship Him. Allow Him to love on you. You were created to be loved and to love. Being brave enough to sit in a quiet space and truly bring all of who you are to the feet of Jesus, the beautiful and the broken, takes courage. It takes spiritual courage. 2022, for most of you, would have held so much beauty and growth and so much pain and frustration. Isn't that true of most years? Yeah, some years are harder than others and some are more successful than others. But generally, there is an ebb and flow of hard and good and grace and beauty. We embrace all of it. We know that those hard things grow us and shape us. And we know those beautiful moments are things that we will treasure for the rest of our days. For me, 2022 held so, so, so much beauty and growth for me professionally and spiritually. But it also held moments of deep pain and wounding. And these were things I had to take to the feet of Jesus. Early on the 1st of January, 2023, I just woke up with an urge to be immersed in water. And we recently had a swimming pool put in And I'm really grateful for it. Been waiting for this pool for years. And that's what I did. I got up before I did anything else. I just dove into the pool. It was cold, but it was refreshing. And I felt like it was a washing off of last year. It was a moment where I said, Jesus, I know that everything that happened last year, all the things that we walked through together were things to help me become who I am in this moment. So I'm grateful for those things, Jesus. But I I release all of that and we start fresh. We start rebuilding from here. So I'm excited about the new days. I'm excited about what God wants to rebuild. But I know first and foremost, it is first love. First love longs for us to dive deeply into God's love through His Word, through worship, through conversations. Yes, 2022 was hard in many ways, but it shaped me to be who I am today. And I was reminded of how important morning routines are to bring us gently into the day and into God's love after that swim. So it was a beautiful moment of swimming and 
talking to Jesus. And then I sat down with my Bible and my breakfast, just had this lovely time. And of course, I'm on holidays when this is all happening. So I've got more time to do things like that. And I know that our mornings are so tight as teachers, but creating that beautiful space to sit in God's love was such a great way to start the year, but it's a great way to start our days. How much more courage do we have when we immerse ourselves into God's love before we immerse ourselves into the daily doing in our classroom and teaching lives? How much more awake and present are we in the day when we have taken the time to be attentive to our senses, to this gift of light and air and earth we walk on? And in that quiet morning space, Zechariah 4.6 just awoke in my spirit and it says, it's not by might nor by power, but by the spirit. Sometimes we forget our first love. We forget that without his spirit on things, his yes, his leading, we create unnecessary work for ourselves. Dr. Alicia Britt-Scholle describes it like this. Undisciplined by submission to God, our strengths can fill a lifetime with exhausting but unnecessary work and distraction. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend time and energy focusing on things that are not God's plan for me. And if I'm too busy to take time out and center myself, to submit myself to Him, then I will find myself becoming exhausted with unnecessary work and distraction. So what can you do to fan your first love flame each day? Well, as I always say, each of us are so, so different and unique, and we will find this space in our own way through trial and error through self-discipline and submission. But creating a morning routine will set you up really, really well for the day ahead. For me, I like to get up that little bit earlier and create a little bit of time and space so that I can have a slow breakfast while reading my Bible. I can be a little bit mindful as I make my cup of tea and take in the the smells and the sights and the sounds. If it's not too cold outside, I like to go sit outside and, and just be in creation as I read and partake of my breakfast and pray over the day. Perhaps for you, going out for a walk is energizing. And so you might like to make walking a spiritual practice for you where you are addressing first love, where you are coming to meet and walk with Jesus. If you are a walker, check out episode 13, Can Walking Be a Spiritual Practice? You will love that. (laughs) Perhaps for you, it looks different every day. Maybe some mornings are slower with breathing and stretching. Maybe you include a daily Bible devotion. Maybe some mornings you meet up with somebody that encourages you in your faith. Whatever your morning routine looks like is up to you. It's whatever works for you. But be intentional. Put something in place. 
If you need a couple more ideas, can I encourage you to go and check out episode four, Can Good Routines Save Me Time and Energy? I talk about morning routines in that and there's a a few more ideas that you can grab a hold of and work along with. So whatever you do this year, can I encourage you to start strong by fanning to flame first love and creating a morning routine where it is you and him and love. Thanks for joining me for episode 40 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. You can contact me at www.carlythompson.com. You can grab my resources for teachers there. There's a beautiful five weeks of wellness challenge that goes alongside some of the podcasts from last year. It's all free downloads, all free beautiful scriptures and posters that can be hung up around your house or your classroom to encourage you in your faith and your journey. Perhaps this is some of the things that you could bring into your classroom too and enjoy with your students. You can also find me on Instagram at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. Remember, first love is incredibly important and making first love the first part of your day will set you up in strength, in spiritual courage and in hope. Allow me to read you this quote from Mary C. Neal. The more we love, the more love we have to offer. So it is with God's love for us. It is inexhaustible.